At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Josh. And together we discover and answer curious questions in the world. Indeed we do. Indeed we do. Oh, what a joyous oh. season, you know. What what a time. <laughs> Today is my birthday, by the way, it when this comes out. <laughs> when it comes out. Yeah. Because this is on the 4th? Is that your birthday? Yes. Yep. December 4th. Today is my birthday in the podcast world. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, happy birthday to Grace. Yay. I love that I like hype myself up for my birthday. It wasn't you being like, it's your birthday. I was just like, I it's my birthday. <laughs> I will say, watchers of the podcast, you can see a split second moment in my eyes when Grace said that because I knew her birthday was on the 4th <laughs> because we share my birthday is September 4th. And so yeah. I knew that. But when you said that, I had that fear of like, oh, wait. Oh, shit. Did I get it wrong? Today, her birthday? Yeah, I was like, what? No, no, no wait, no. No, December 4th uh, is my birthday. I'm a whole 26 years old. 26. Yeah, the big Huge. two six. Huge. Yeah. Huge numbers we're putting up this year. We're putting up big numbers. You know, I put up 27 <laughs> this year, so. Dang, we're really coming in hot. Who are we? Yeah, we're, we're really just <laughs> cruising towards that big 3-0. Um, cruising. I'm excited to turn 30. We've talked about this, but yeah, I'm ready to be like 30 in my 30s. I don't know. I don't know. I've, that's always like the big, everyone's always like, oh, big 3-0. Like, yeah. I'm like, eh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally yeah. feel that. Shall we hop into some ratings and reviews? I'm excited. Today, we're going to be doing something a little different. We got... Super excited. Um, yeah. The Spotify Wrapped came out. And if anyone yeah. doesn't know what that is, basically Spotify sends out like what you listen to. But they also do it for podcasts. So we got to see some stats from our Spotify world um, yeah. and listeners. And holy crap, Spotify is coming through with the Random Theory Science Pals. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I like. First of all, if you don't know what Spotify Wrapped is, you must not be going on social media. It's so obnoxious. <laughs> Everyone and their dog is posting about. Yeah, oh literally. Word. Also, Jordy is here. So if you see the random paw, oh, right on in the shot. If you watch this on YouTube, um, it would just be Jordy. I it's wish YouTube Jordy. would do something like that. I think that would be kind of cool. A YouTube Wrapped. Yeah, for like yeah. fans. That or would like be fun. how people how many minutes you watch this year or whatever. I don't know. That's yeah, too much kinda for funny. YouTube. 
but yeah, we I, I didn't know that there was a Spotify rap for podcasts and I was literally just like logging in right before we started recording to just pull up a thing and then it popped up and was like, oh, here's your wrapped. So I went through it. Sick. And uh, yeah, there's some incredible stats here we did not expect. But before I say that, I have to say Spotify fix your graphics because it looks like trash. They look really bad. The wrapped looks really bad this year. It looks like a last minute job that they did on the graphics. I am so sorry if this somehow reaches someone at Spotify that worked hard on this, but like, holy crap, it looks like somebody drew the graphics in paint. It's it's really... It's, just, it looks like a last minute rush job, in my opinion. It really does, yeah. <laughs> but the important thing is, we found out that we are in the top 10 podcasts for 1,972 fans. Which is crazy. We are top five podcasts for 1,282 fans. It's insane. 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 That right there, I'm like, whoa, what? (laughs) But then the real kicker. It gets better. (laughs) Top podcast, number one, the big one for 351 fans on only. This is just Spotify. Just Spotify. And we already clarified before we started recording, none of our family uses Spotify to listen to our <laughs> podcast, so it ain't them. Uh, <laughs> I just feel so honored, honestly. That's 351 that we are That's the big. number we are their number one. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, Incredible. Uh, you people out there listening, you're probably listening right now. If we're your number one podcast, you're probably listening right now. Thank uh, you. Thank you, yeah. thank you, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for listening because holy crap, I did not know we had such a thing going on. I on didn't Spotify. either. I love it though. I'm here for Me it. Me too. Me too. I guess that's the thing. I wish I give all 300 people a hat. <laughs> uh, dude, the hat search is not going well. It, it's not. So I did update, live update. Grace doesn't know this yet. I did no. hear about my band hats because we had talked about the same thing and the price was not really that great i thought it was really good and it ended up not being that great the hat search continues if we (laughs) i would honestly like if we have a science pal that knows how to embroider or has an embroidery machine (laughs) i would straight up like have them do them for the science pals we just want a run of like 25 to 30 hats like yeah. super exclusive. So if we have a science pal out there, like we would obviously pay you for the hats and the time, but we're just trying to figure it out still. We haven't figured it out how we're going to get you guys hats that aren't going to cost no. you an arm and leg. That's the <gasps> problem. It's like we could we could get them no problem. It's just everything we've seen would cost so you guys much. so much money. They end up being like $30, $35 hats, which if like y'all are cool yeah. with that, let us know. That's that's a great point. Yeah, I guess if, if you're fine with that, we'll pull the trigger on it and yeah. just let it rip. But If we get 20 people that say I'll pay $35 for a hat, send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com and we'll just start keeping a tally. Put in the subject hats Yeah, if you want one and you would pay $30 to $35 for a hat. Here's something. There was the final facts on this on the wrapped. We also briefly, and I remember this. I have a screenshot on my phone because it was so cool. Oh, we briefly peaked on the podcast charts on Spotify. Where uh, we were on the science charts, top science, 
and we peaked at number 22. Was that with the ASMR podcast? I think it was. Yeah, okay. it popped off. We gotcha. we were it was like it was like a week. We just had like a, a heck of a run. <laughs> we're here for it. We were passing up like Bill Nye and NPR and stuff. <laughs> it was great. We felt really cool. <laughs> <laughs> we did for a brief moment. Felt really cool. The science pals are the best. They Truly are the, the best. best. And that is yeah. I don't know if there's. I haven't opened up the Apple Podcast backend. Yeah. I don't. I doubt there's a. An equivalent for that? I think they uh, tried to do something one year and it just was kind of a flop. <laughs> well, I know there's one for music. There's an Apple Music one, but I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure about pods if there's a pod Hopefully. thing. So I would love all our Apple to... Music listeners or Apple podcast listeners. We love you, too. We do. Anyone that watches anywhere, we appreciate you, too. Speaking of podcast on Apple Pod. That is yeah. where our listener curiosity is coming from today. Ooh, okay. This is actually really interesting, and I love this name. <laughs> Today's curiosity comes from Redneck Oklahoman. I mean, I, I know what the podcast is about, and that is <laughs> quite the name for it. It is such a name. Redneck Oklahoman wants to yeah. know. Well, actually, it's a rating and review. They, they put the title as podcast or pod idea and joke. Gave us five stars. Yeah. Appreciate you. And they said, you should do a pod on the science behind firearms and or ballistic armor. And then they have a joke. I love that we started this joke thing. When we started it, my goal was I wanted new people to come to our podcast. <laughs> like if they, you know, they look it up on Apple Pod, they come there and they start reading the ratings and reviews to see if it's good and just to have them basically be confused of like what? yes why are there jokes if you know you know basically and that yeah <laughs> it's like we've totally achieved that like every other every rating review pretty much has like a, a joke in it which is fantastic. i love it i think it's so yeah. fantastic at first i wasn't on board i was like okay this is weird but <laughs> we'll roll with it but i love it now all right josh you ready yeah yeah, yeah. hit me with it all right so two wrongs don't make a right but what did two rights make what an airplane get it like the wright brothers the wright brothers <laughs> what did rights. two rights yep two that's, rights <laughs> that's good i like that a lot actually that that was a good one i feel like we had one of these a couple weeks ago where it doesn't quite work when you write it down because you could yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah. you might see the spelling or whatever and that would throw you off but yeah verbally you know, just telling someone that that's gold right there. I love it. I love that we're arming people not only with knowledge, but with jokes. With some sweet dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Get it? <laughs> arming people because we're going to talk about armor. Anyway, uh, we're going to jump into armor and firearms and how they all work together right after this break. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're back. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so there's our brain cells. We Our one brain cells are currently... Uh. You know. I don't know what's happening. It's my birthday yeah. podcast. Ooh. I can do what I want. <laughs> so, is that a song? I think that's a song. I think it is, too. <laughs> okay, so there's the display at the Met Museum, and it's all about armor. Michael okay. and I spent three hours reading and looking at armor from all around the world. If okay. you are in New York City, I highly recommend you go to the Met Museum. There is a whole display of armor, weapons, firearms. Am I allowed to say guns? Hard to say. <laughs> yeah hard to say and literally i kid you not it was the coolest thing i've ever seen like okay. i'm not someone that's really into like firearms and stuff but it was so yeah. cool to look at this and just like how stuff has progressed there were like jousting weapons and little like secret knives that people would used to have there's like western stuff there was stuff from like when there were like knights in shining armor there was stuff from like the mongol empire I Ooh. think that was a thing, but it was it was seriously so cool, like to okay. see all of the different armor from around the world. Yeah. So when I saw this podcast idea from Redneck Oklahoman, I was all about it. I thought I was like, this is so cool. I'm on board. Let's go. I think what's really interesting is the precise origin of firearms is actually unknown. Really? So no one knows who made the first gun. But they were in use by the early 14th century and were commonplace in Europe by the mid-century. So these early firearms were nothing more than large caliber cylinders of wrought iron and cast bronze closed at the end and loaded by placing gunpowder and projectiles in the muzzle or the open end. Okay. This to me just feels so anticlimactic and disorganized. It's essentially, I mean, that's what it would, it's just like a tube that you put <laughs> an explosive in one end and, and don't cap it off, you know, like you don't cap it so that it can shoot out. Literally, literally giving it one yeah. direction to go. Thankfully, nowadays, firearms are a little <laughs> bit more sophisticated. <laughs> However, the physics behind how firearms fire remains the exact same. So weapons like a cannon, a shotgun, a rifle work on the basic idea of the conservation of momentum and the change in energy from potential to kinetic, which Mm. is super interesting and also like very much applies to anything that anyone can think of. So when that trigger is pulled, there's a hammer that hits a firing pin. So this is in the back of the firearm. And that firing pin then hits the primer, which causes the powder to burn Hence, you know, producing all the gases and the smoke that you see. And this causes the volume behind the bullet to fill with extremely high pressurized gas. So whatever doesn't escape is what is like in the chamber that causes it to pop out. And the gas pushes on every surface it encounters, including the bullet in front of it and at the base of the gun barrel behind it, which is why sometimes you get a kick. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Actually, I hadn't really thought about it, but yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. So like you have this high pressured gas that's pushing and trying to get out because it needs to get out so that everything can equalize. So mm-hmm. when gas escapes, yeah, you get a kick from it. Firearms are obviously more sophisticated now with all the 
basically like for the lack lack of a better term all the bells and whistles around it yeah but the way the science of why of what is actually happening hasn't really changed like it's still a tube with an explosive in the end of it that is shooting it out another the other end (laughs) like that's that's it uh yeah so that increase in pressure caused by the gases causes the bullet to be forced into the barrel hence causing the bullet to come out of the muzzle at a very high speed and then mm-hmm. once a bullet is fired, it remains in motion from its momentum, and that momentum will carry the bullet until it strikes an object or gravity pulls the bullet towards the earth. Right. At the museum, <laughs> you could look down the barrel of these because they're behind glass, and it's safe ah. to do. Please don't yeah. do that with firearms on a regular basis. But yeah, yeah. it was very interesting to see like, really when science got involved in adjusting how straight a bullet can fly so back in the good old times barrels were literally just circles on the inside and then science said well how do we make it fly perfectly straight every single time and like reduce the error of a firearm and what they did was they made it so that the bullet sits in an area and as it comes out inside the barrel, it spirals. And so as the bullet flies out, the bullet spirals through the air, which reduces its air pressure. I think it's the air pressure. It basically can cut through the air better. So it's not getting deflected. I think that's called rifling. Mm. I feel I've heard that. Um, But basically, yeah, if if you look down the barrel of an unloaded... Safe, gun. yes. Safe, unloaded firearm. More often than not, yeah, there will be kind of a spiral pattern cut into the metal inside of it. Which is um, so interesting. And yeah, that basically like spins the barrel, at, or spins the barrel, spins the bullet. <laughs> Could you imagine? It, <laughs> the whole barrel just like this. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But yeah, that, that it, it spins the bullet as it comes out, and yeah, I think I think what it is is it just it can that allows it to cut through air more mm. efficiently. I think also, isn't it the longer the barrel, the better accuracy? Yeah, I think so as well. I, I think so. I'm not sure because the the barrel is the thing that basically sets up the bullet for its trajectory. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you have less of that thing i mean it yeah like if if you just think about if that's a slide and then after that slide is just a free fall well the longer the slide the more on a set trajectory you'll be yeah i guess it's so fascinating to think about like the science behind firearms and like what they do i don't know i just have always found it very fascinating because i think when firing a weapon safely there is so much there between like the human interaction but also the science of how it works but also the science of humans because you want the firearm to fire straight but you also have to factor in human error and so i think it's a very interesting connection between human and machine and a machine can be perfect but a human cannot so it's yeah. like, how do you make this machine as precise as it can be with a person using it? And so I think it's very, very fascinating and interesting in that regard. So, yeah, I think that is a great point of like, it is kind of this 
mix of human and machine coming mm-hmm. together. The base science hasn't really changed. It's just all these like iterations to yeah. make it that much better to overcome that like human error basically. Mm-hmm. The firearm actually changed potential chemical energy into kinetic energy in the actual firing of the firearm. So many people do not realize that the force imparted by accelerating the bullet is not the only force acting on a gun or the shooter. Grains of burnt gunpowder are sent out of the muzzle at high velocity. So when that trigger is pulled, the hammer strikes a small charge at the end of the shell and then the ammunition. Literally like a small explosive charge sitting behind the bullet. Yeah. And when that's struck, it explodes basically on a small scale. Mm -hmm. And that's what is acting on the bullet, but also you. Which is so wild. It is one of those things. I mean, I like mentioned a million times, like it's so simple when you think about it. Like there's nothing super, there's no complex, crazy, whatever science yeah. going on necessarily. Like it's pretty simple, obviously highly effective. Like it, it, yeah. it, do, it works, you know? And I mean, we could get way deeper into how this is, but like yeah. that's, we just gave you the basic breakdown of firearms and how they fire. Because I mean, we could get into all the nitty gritty details, but I would rather talk about bulletproof vest and armor Ooh. because- this is fascinating. Yeah. Like I was doing some research and it was so interesting. My FBI agent has to be like, Grace, what you doing? <laughs> I mean, at this point, you know, we, we probably am, have like a team. Yeah. Got like a small team that's working on us. Yeah. I'm definitely on some kind of watch list. Um, yeah. Just for yeah. like the research and working for T-Core. But over the past few decades, bulletproof vests have become a crucial piece of equipment for law enforcement officials, military personnel, and security guards. From the early woven silk vests that were used to stop arrows to the modern ballistic vests that can now stop high velocity projectiles and absorb immense amount of energy, the technology and science behind ballistic armor has actually come a very long way. Mm. So the first modern body armor was actually invented by a Polish-born inventor named Kazimierz Zeglin in 1897. So Zeglin's design, I know, it's not that long ago. That is less time than I thought. Yeah. Zeglin's design was a soft and flexible vest that was made from layers of silk layers of silk Silk. that could be worn under clothing and silk fibers were strong enough to stop a bullet without breaking but they were also lightweight and breathable that is insane Uh, to me silk layers of silk could stop a bullet how luxurious i know Um, right I that is unexpected. I the only thing that is literally all I know of silk is like, oh, it's so fancy and like you know, yeah. like a silk robe or whatever. Would not have expected it to be a no. key ingredient in in old bulletproof vests. It's insane. But the main purpose of a ballistic vest is to prevent or minimize the penetration of bullets and to prevent excessive deformation of the panel on the body side. So it right. achieves this by stopping or so-called mushrooming the bullet and absorbing or dispensing the kinetic energy it delivers along the fibers. It catches the bullet and then tries to spread out mm-hmm. the impact over the entire over like the entire vest at once. Which is so wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. It I feel like it kind of works similar to how 
a car windshield is supposed to work when oh yeah for anyone that doesn't know inside a car windshield there's basically like a a layer of i don't know i'm gonna use plastic but it, I, I don't know exactly what it is i think it is plastic it's like a type of plastic it's like a yeah it's like a type of plastic but basically what's supposed to happen is when something strikes your windshield you don't want you know you don't want it to just shatter and go through and then hit mm-hmm. you. It has this plastic in it that basically catches it and just shatters the entire windshield to spread out that impact to hopefully that's prevent so it from going going through. And so that's basically what these are doing as well. If you guys have the chance, I definitely think it's worth like looking at a video of what it looks like when a bullet mushrooms because it is so interesting to watch in slow motion. Yeah. Because it, like Josh talked about, it disperses the kinetic energy it delivers along the fibers. So when a bullet mm. strikes the panel, that energy is absorbed by the fibers and they stretch and twist and then disperse the bullet's energy over a large area, preventing penetration. I just think yeah. that's so, that is like just so crazy. I think it's crazy that that was done with silk. I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, different levels of firearm compared to the modern day, right. but. Still, I mean, but still, think about how many lives that saved. True, very good. Way point. back when, yeah. so fascinating. I think it is so important to remember that even though the bullet may not penetrate your body when you're wearing a ballistic vest, you will still feel the impact. Yeah, like that energy and is still gonna <laughs> like travel through your body. The only thing it's it protecting is like, yes, the only thing it's like protecting is the bullet not going into your body and causing bleeding. But you're still going to feel right. like that high energy caliber in your body. It's It's been known to break people's ribs from the sheer impact of the force, even though it doesn't penetrate yeah. the vest. I saw a video once upon a time on the internet. Once upon a time. <laughs> that was a soldier in somewhere, you know, I don't know, Middle East somewhere, mm-hmm. getting shot by a very high caliber, uh, like long range something, yeah. you know, like a sniper rifle type, some something like that. And I think he was wearing heavier where they, they put like a literal plate in the, the body art. It's like body armor. Yeah, it's a Kevlar. And he he was shot by one of these. He was fine, but it literally like blew him off of his feet. Like he was yeah. on the ground because of the it's impact. Insane. Like it was, you know, obviously saved his life because it didn't penetrate, but he yeah. still very much felt that impact. I can't even imagine what that would feel like hitting your body. I mean, clearly like knock you on your feet, take the breath out yeah. of you, some heavy bruising at least. And then like you said, maybe <laughs> some broke broken ribs or something depending on where the impact is but but at least you're not bleeding i mean yeah at the very least at least a bullet (laughs) didn't go through you and you're like gonna rip apart your yeah and rip apart your intestines so to be more accurate i feel like a bulletproof vest is kind of like when you say your rain jacket is waterproof but in reality it's not it's water resistant because if you're That's in a, a good... torrential downpour, it's not like your rain jacket isn't going to hold up. It's yeah. going to get wet eventually um, unless you have one that is weather or like waterproof. But a majority of the right. time, 
if you look at the tag on the inside, it'll say something along the lines of like, this is more water resistant than waterproof. Same thing with these. They're meant to be bullet resistant, meaning they can stop a bullet from penetrating the wearer's body, but no vest can provide 100% protection against all types of bullets. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Like, it's like, I was going to say, I mean, you mentioned like a rain jacket, but like also your phone, newer phones yeah. are technically, they, they are water resistant up to a Not certain proof. depth of water. Whereas, yeah, same with like a bulletproof vest. It's resistant up to a certain level of firearm yeah. bullet or, or like, you know, certain caliber or a certain whatever. The most recognized material used for making soft body armor is known as Kevlar. And Kevlar is a lightweight fiber that is five times stronger than steel fiber. Wild. Isn't that wow. crazy? So when Kevlar fibers are interlaced and layered, they can also absorb a lot of energy and force, which is crazy. I actually got to wear Kevlar when I was training with the military. We had to wear the plates inside the vests. Oh, and yeah. like they're like bulletproof resistant, really, plates. And those suckers are heavy, but they go in Kevlar. Like Kevlar is over the front of them, like that material. Right. It is super lightweight. Okay. But but then you're loading it down with like heavy plates. Yeah, these like plates that protect your like vital organs like sit inside. Yeah. So it's like a little bit of double protection. For anyone that doesn't know, clarify what when you all you said was you were training with the military. What did oh, you do? sorry. I <laughs> I train. Yeah. So last year I was invited to train with the Marines, and so I spent a week. I think it was like a week yeah, um, it was, it at was like Camp Lejeune. Yeah, Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. And we basically wore camis. We ate MREs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I basically ran training exercise with them. And we had to wear camis. We had to wear a Kevlar. We had to wear helmets. We had to wear everything. We had like the military boots, all the stuff. And so we trained with them for a week, which was very interesting and eye-opening was not in the military but that is my that's my uh adventure with that there's a video on the t core youtube channel if you want to see grace training with the marines i almost like literally died it was the hardest and most challenging thing i've ever done in my life it looked hard i will say that it looked very <laughs> i was i was luckily not i got to sit on my butt and edit the video which was also one the of the labor. hardest edits yeah, that was <laughs> it was just front to back that one, you know, right? Like yeah. from the beginning to the end, that one was quite difficult. It was a toughie. Shoo. But yeah, that's a great video if you want to go watch it. Very life changing for me. Um and Josh. <laughs> video. <laughs> it was so bad. It was such a tough edit. We can laugh about it now. But uh I also yeah. won, by the way. I beat all the other teams. She so haha. Uh, yeah, spoiler. But <laughs> Vectrin is another man-made fiber which is spun from liquid crystal polymer and it's known to be two times stronger than kevlar so vectrin is about five to ten times stronger than steel <laughs> whoa it's vectrin. just crazy to me that these like exist when you hear steel fiber you're like okay surely like whoa we're not, it's not gonna get better than that yeah Literally. And then Kevlar is five times better than that. And you're like, okay, well, then surely like that's the top. Like we can't. But then it's like, nah, we got one more. We're, we're going to keep going. At some point, we're going to reach a peak where you just 
totally fine no matter what like you have whatever this material is if you've got a vest on it you're good yeah literally okay so we're about to get into some weird fibers and then we're going to pass it over to josh for what he learned on reddit this week this is just crazy to me so this is a bio steel spider silk has inspired uh, a material called bio steel which is okay so this is the part that like really like mind boggles me it is spider silk yeah. But it is produced by transgenic goats. <laughs> yeah. I, th- They're I've, not I've, spiders. So, I, I have heard about this. I've seen, I saw it on Reddit. That's how I, you know, this is, this is how <laughs> I hear about these crazy weird things. Which, yeah, like you're thinking, oh, spider silk. Okay, do they have a lab yeah. full of spiders? Nope. You know, m- nope. That's not what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> it is a goat. And they were genetically modified with genetic material from spiders. So they're spider yeah. goats. Spider goat. Spider goat does whatever <laughs> spider goat does. <laughs> wow, that was yep. a blast from the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they create a silk that can be extracted from their milk to make textiles such as bulletproof vests. Just like, to me, this is insane. Very importantly, 20 times stronger than steel fiber. So we've already one-upped Vectron yeah. with, with goat spider silk. Goat spider milk silk. Goat spider milk. We, we've made a vest with goat's milk and it's pretty strong. That's what, we've, that's what we're doing here. I just can't. Like, I just, who said, let's put this in a goat and yeah. just see what I, so- happens? Like, I mean, basically, did the goat get bit by a spider, or like what happened here? <laughs> is this Peter Parker, but in a goat? This is. Uh, Do we have Goat Man for now? Anyone, for anyone that's seen Into the Spider Verse, and there's there's the character Peter Porker, who's a, a little pig. This is the not so known Spider Goat. They missed a opportunity there. I, I think they did. Maybe it'll be in the next one. There's one coming up, but I'm gonna send um, an email to the Spider Man verse and be like, Spider-Man. "Hi, you missed an opportunity with the transgenic goat that is quite literally Spider Goat." <laughs> make us make a Spider Goat. We want to see make a Spider Goat. Spider goat. <laughs> I but, hate it okay. so much because I love goats, and this is just not it. Like I hate spiders. So they've basically they've taken the genetic material. The, the glands that produce silk in a spider and basically put them in a goat. Blech. And then that allows them to harvest. The, the silk comes out in their milk and then they can just like basically strain it out of the milk <laughs> to get a large amount. Because that's the thing. Like I think I would assume this probably came about because they were harvesting it from spiders. Yeah. But you probably can't get that much from one spider. No. And so this was probably like a way they found that they could get a larger quantity, I guess. So yeah, spider goat, bio steel fibers, 20 times stronger than steel fibers. Um, uh, so there incredible. you go. Firearms and the armor. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> I can't wait for the inevitable future when someone's like, you know, oh, sweet vest. And you're like, oh, yeah, it's it's goat's milk. It's from my from goat. A, it's from my goat. <laughs> I went out and milked my goat and wove a vest out of it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wonder how much you have to milk the goat to get a vest. Yeah, I wonder how, like what the what the output is yeah. on silk 
to milk. Yeah. <laughs> What's the ratio there? So- <laughs> Soap to milk ratio. I just want to know who decided like, oh, this will work. And like why goats? Well, I mean, you had to pick something that squirts something out of its body. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So it had to be. uh, (laughs) So it had to be a goat or a cow or something, right? I I mean, could you have a chicken lay eggs that are full of silk? Like, oh, I hate that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> like you just, just like crack s- open an egg and it's just full of silk. Yeah. I I wonder. I I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna have to do some research on it because I wonder if it's like something w- within the makeup of goat's milk or something that allows it to work better than maybe cow's milk or something like that. I don't know. If anyone out there has a spider goat, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. If let you've got know. a spider goat. We would love to know. I also want to know how much like money, like if I, what if I had a farm that had spider goats, like, am I going to make more money by like giving people the silk? I would imagine it's probably more profitable than your average goat farm. Yeah. They have function disorders and ecological problems. Oh Oh, no. (laughs) Oh no. I mean, you inserted an extra gene to it. So I actually had a goat come to my 16th birthday because I love goats and one came to my 16th birthday because my friend had a goat and they brought it to my house and so there was a goat running around for my 16th birthday it was awesome was it like one of the little goats no it was a it was a big goat but it also started peeing on everything and like that was funny but I just like carried the goat around with me it was awesome it was a big goat I'll have to find a picture I'll see if my mom can dredge up a picture of me and the goat anyway what did you learn on Reddit this week now that we've covered firearms, goats, and the spider goats? Yeah. Yeah. I listen, I don't think it's going to top spider goats. Here's the thing this was a pretty big, mind altering, life shattering revelation that I uh, oh, no. stumbled upon. All right. Let me buckle so, in really quick. Yeah. Really just, just patten, batten down the hatches. And, All right. And get science, ready for pals. It. Get ready. I'm ready. So you know how fingerprints are a thing? Yes. And how law enforcement uses those fingerprints to identify you. Basically, the question was posed on Reddit of how did how did people prove that fingerprints are unique? It's a very valid question. It's a, it's about, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like you just hear it and you just go along with it. You're your like, yeah, okay. Life. <laughs> You're like, I guess that makes sense. But basically, the long and short of it, there's a very long article on the Smithsonian Magazine about it. Uh-huh. They didn't. No <laughs> one, there's... Wait, basically, what? Basically, 125 years ago, a long time ago, people looked at them and said, these are unique. Uh, we're just going to go with that. And everyone went with that. There is not proof that they are actually unique. So basically, the only reason they quote unquote say that is because if they have prints in the system, they can track it back. Yes. From what I can see here is Hmm. that the way fingerprints are created when you are a forming child in the womb. A blob, a potato. When you, yeah, when you're a blob, (laughs) uh, the way they are created 
is very much like conducive to having a unique fingerprint. Like it's like a very much random experience to to oh. create them. Interesting. So, How do they form? So, do you know? So basically they form I don't have like an in-depth explanation here. That's okay. Uh, but they form basically by like pressure on the fingers when you're in the womb and that causes ridges and peaks on your fingers and that's kind of what develops weird the print um and and because of that like it is a very random process so the fingerprint the fact that people think they're unique is not surprising and it's like not a bad thought process no it's not it's a random thing so they would be random so what it's like yeah like why would they not be unique uh, the yeah. only thing this article is saying is that it has not been like 100% proven that they are unique. I believe that. That has I totally that has believe just that. been a notion that is then people just ran with it. They just took it and ran That's with it. I'm like, okay, crazy. well, they're unique. That's so crazy. I did not know that. And also because if people were to be like, wait, actually they're not unique, that would open up like this whole can of worms with the legal oh, system. Yeah. That'd be a really bad them. I feel like they're only reliable if like the print is already in the system. But also I feel like that's such like an old school thing to like get the print from whatever it is. But I also can yeah, see it being I, helpful. I would also be curious like anyone out there. I know we had that one cop write in that he listened. Yeah, Mr. Cop Friend. Anyone out there, like I would be curious if, because I, I think from what I know, like there's better, there's other ways to like the, you know, DNA is a huge thing now body fluids yeah like bo- yeah bodily fluids like matching up people at a crime scene i think there there's more yeah. of that rather than like taking prints so i wonder if it's like already being phased out or something so yeah like i write in anyone out there let us know i'd be curious if this is something that people are becoming more aware of and maybe they're phasing yeah. it out in in lieu of other things speaking of that At the bottom of this Smithsonian article, there actually is a little kind of graphic showing different ways they identify people and how accurate they are. If you had to guess, if I were to say compare your hand versus your ear, which would be more accurate in uh, using using to identify you? Like, which is the more accurate method? Oh, man. I want to say ear because this feels like a trick question. <laughs> you know me too well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's the I'm going to go weird. Why? From what I, let's see, reading this, scientists use sound waves and light rays to map the shape and size of your outer ear. And then basically, like that's, it, like it's it's basically just like, it's kind of like a fingerprint, but it's your yeah your ear that's weird and it is apparently more accurate than your hand i feel like that's yeah. so wild so no, there you go next time was, i go to do a, something illegal cover com- my ears cover up those ears <laughs> gotta cover yeah you i mean absolutely cover up those ears you know cover the ears oh my god those things bottled up wouldn't want to wouldn't want those getting out that is what i learned on reddit fingerprints maybe not as unique as you once thought that is so wild i also heard uh, what well, i thought you were going the direction of like your tongue print um because mm. i've heard like everyone's tongue print is unique as well unique. 
but I like yours better knowing that like you kind of myth busted us today. I kind of like that. That was awesome. Well, you know, I try to come in and shake it up. I love it. But, I love yeah, this segment. Like, it's like my favorite. <laughs> it's a fun one. I like coming in with some just random crap uh, <laughs> to, to shake it up. But but like I said, the, the, it's not necessarily saying like I don't want anybody writing in and whatever. Like it's not saying that they're not. It's just that it's not like no one is 100% said, which like I don't even know how they would yeah. say 100% they are so they are 100% unique I think the only way they could say that is if they had every single person's fingerprint yeah or like an exact idea of the formation and like process they like maybe the, yeah. through that you could you could extrapolate yeah. that, okay then every one it makes would be unique I don't know but right it's just very interesting and curious <laughs> I look at fingerprints all the time I don't know why maybe it's because my hands are like perpetually sweaty because my hyperhidrosis so like i can always see the cracks and like whenever i touch things my fingerprints are always left behind everywhere so i'd be a really bad criminal but like i'm always looking at my fingers (laughs) you're all over your your fingerprints are everywhere so yeah they're they're literally everywhere it's fine (laughs) oh well be how it be oh well well science pals there you have it we learned about uh firearms spider goats Bulletproof vests, bullet resistance vests, fingerprints. I hope your minds are as blown as ours um, because yeah. this is this was one of my favorite episodes. I don't know why. You just had good energy today. Good yeah, it had it had some good, interesting uh, facts in this one for sure. <laughs> oh man, spider goats. I love it. Spider yeah. goats. That's the high for me right there. Is spider goats. So I think the fingerprints were the high for me. Because oh, nice. now I can just bring it in. that ever happens, I'll be like, "You're a liar. Those are not my prints. <laughs> you don't know it's a hundred percent. You don't know. You don't actually. Know you don't know anything, sir. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no one. That's awesome. No one commit a crime and then cite this podcast as a reason. Please, you're innocent. please don't don't do that. Yeah, we'll just be like, we don't know what you're talking about. Remove episode. Yeah, I'll be like. <laughs> I didn't, that's not, I don't know. All right, Science Pals. Well, we will see you next week for another podcast. We're so excited. Thank you to everyone that has listened, left a rating and review. It helps podcasts more than you know. And if you have a topic, send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com or leave it. Sorry, Josh, I stole your line. Or where else can they leave it? Uh, they can leave it on the Spotify Q&A. They can comment it on YouTube. They can leave a rating and review on apple Podcasts. they can do all the things we'll see all the things and uh please share this with anyone that you think would find this fascinating find this topic interesting share the podcast with them we're trying to grow the science pals and build an awesome community of like-minded individuals so yes send it to your friends we appreciate you guys we love the science Mm -hmm. pals and we'll see you next week bye bye Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.